Today as we celebrate the feast, the great feast of St. Padre Pio, this is one of those moments for this baby priest where I'm just in awe of the gift of the priesthood. Because in my own personal vocation story, my own personal formation and preparation for the priesthood, my life and my vocation um, was profoundly touched by people who personally knew and were ministered to by the saint that we celebrate today, St. Padre Pio. And so it's a beautiful reflection for me that the saints leave awake. W-A-K-E. The saints leave awake in their midst. And so when they touch others, that touch is so profound and so deep and so life-altering and changing that they leave a pretty massive wake. What caused Father Pio, who we celebrate, what caused his amazing wake? What caused that amazing movement in the church and, and in the personal lives of so many people that profoundly touched even the vocation of this baby priest? When a priest is ordained, these words would have been prayed to Father Pio. These words were prayed over me or instructed to me on the day of my ordination on May 29th of this year. A new priest is told to imitate what you celebrate and to conform your life to the mystery of the Lord's cross. Imitate what you celebrate and conform your life to the mystery of the Lord's cross. What is it that we gather to celebrate in the holy sacrifice in the Mass? You and I gather this morning to celebrate the love of the Father and the Son so perfectly and so completely for us, the children of God, that God has chosen to surrender his will and his very life, that we may have life and have it abundantly. What is it that we celebrate the perfect, unselfish, life-giving love of God? And we are instructed, and now I am instructing you, to imitate what you celebrate. There is tremendous power. This is the most powerful event that happens in the world, not because of who shows up for it, but because of what is given. The incredible, life-giving love of God. And that love is so powerful that it becomes flesh in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. And so we are instructed through the example of Padre Pio in a really beautiful way to imitate what we celebrate. Because I don't know another saint that more profoundly imitated that which he celebrated in making himself radically available to the people God put in front of him to love them unselfishly without counting the cost. That's something all of us are called to do today, to love unselfishly, heroically, and without counting the people that God puts in front of us this day and every day. But you might tell me, Father, you don't know my spouse. You don't know how hard it is to love the people that God puts in front of me. And so there's a second part to this prayer. We're supposed to imitate what we celebrate. What was the other part? Conform your life to the mystery of the Lord's cross. Life is not about avoiding suffering. Life is about entering into suffering humbly and confidently with Jesus, the Redeemer of man and the Redeemer of suffering. And so Jesus, who enters into this world 2,000 years ago, who enters into this world again in this celebration of the Mass, invites us to take up the cross and to follow him. And so I invite you to consider when life doesn't go your way, when you wake up next to that person that kind of is the cross that morning, 
when you're really having a hard time loving the people that God puts in front of you, what is your internal response? Is it to avoid suffering at all costs? Is it to dominate the other and thus avoid suffering? Or is it to humbly and confidently love, knowing that suffering with Jesus always leads to Easter? If we want to become saints and learn something from the saint that we celebrate today, we would do well to take the advice of Padre Pio, not just through the words of the church prayed at a man's ordination, but through the power that he demonstrates comes into the church, the life that enters into the hearts of God's people when we choose to do this well. In our gospel today, Herod is trying to domesticate Jesus to explain away who he is. Well, maybe he's John the Baptist. Well, maybe he's this guy. And Herod wants to do everything but acknowledge that this man is God. And if this man is God, that demands a response on our part. Will you follow him? Will you imitate what you celebrate? And will you conform your life to the mystery of his cross?